Welcome to GT Radio on the Geek Therapy Network. Here at Geek Therapy, we believe that the best way to understand each other and ourselves is through the media we care about. My name is Josue Cardona, and I'm joined by Link Keller. Hello. And Lana Taylor. Hey. Welcome to, to episode 310 of GT Radio. Uh, today, it's my turn. So uh, I, I want to talk explicitly about... Is this an explicit episode? They're all explicit. <laughs> um, but uh, we're going to explicitly talk about representation of mental health in media, which we talk about all the time, but I don't think we've focused solely on on that topic. Um, and at the very least, we haven't talked about it in a, in a very long time um, as, as the main focus of, a, of an episode. And I've been wanting to talk about this for weeks so there's a show on HBO Max called Titans. It's the uh, a gritty version of the Teen Titans from DC Comics. The the trailer for the show famously showed Robin kicking some people's ass in the in the in, in the alleyway, and someone says like, "Where's Batman?" And he goes, "Fuck Batman!" <laughs> right? This is are this they, is this are is they Titans. teens? They are, they are, yeah, 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 they are. I mean, but they're gritty teens. They're, they're like the grittiest. Yeah, they're not all teens. Some of them are are are, are adults. They're grown ass adults. Uh, some of them, but uh, hanging out. But with teenagers. that's why it's called Titans. It's not. It's not Teen Titans. Um. Anyway, so it, the show's on season three, and there's an episode called Lazarus. It's the fifth episode of of this season, and. The character of uh, Leslie Tompkins, who is a, a doctor that appears in, in Gotham City stories, um, she's a psychiatrist in this one. I don't know. I don't know that she's always been a psychiatrist, but uh, she's a psychiatrist in this version, and she's talking to Jason Todd, and he he's talking about how he wants to be Robin, um, how he has to be Robin. And then the psychiatrist says something. Um, I don't know. Is she a psychiatrist? I don't remember now. Uh, it doesn't matter. The point is that she 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 knows uh, that Bruce Wayne is Batman, and so she tells Jason Todd, who who, who is Robin currently um, in the show, uh, that uh, like Robin is just a projection of a man with borderline personality disorder, like Bruce Wayne, right? And she and she diagnoses him with this, and just like uh, says that, and, and I was so upset when that when when that happened. It had been. It had been, I mean, Batman stories are the ones that that uh, have sparked the most conversations. I think definitely among us, but like in our circles of like you know, geek and nerd psychology stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what that was uh, Travis Langley's first book. Travis Langley wrote a whole book, uh, uh, Batman and Psychology. We've talked about this a lot, but there's also like one of the first things I ever posted on the on the. Um, first version of the Geek Therapy website was an article of a group of psychiatrists who were um, uh, speaking up against DC Comics for always giving villains these, you know, just throwaway diagnoses. You know, like, they're real diagnoses, but like just completely how Need to write a villain, throw a dart at the DSM. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. And so, so this bothered me on a number of levels. Okay. <laughs> that, that, uh, Bruce Wayne would have uh, a BPD. First of all, uh, it, it's, it's like, that's, that's never been a, a thing. First of all. Right. Um, uh, and then you could, you could kind of, you could make an argument maybe that this version of Batman 
is is different. I think every version of Batman is slightly different. And you can do it in a responsible way. But of course they didn't do it in a responsible way, right? They didn't explain anything. There was there was nothing there. Um but it was the, also the way she said it. She didn't say you know you know that your you know your your caretaker Bruce, you know, he's he's working through, you know, borderline personality disorder. He's you know, he's he's been working really hard on it and you know, sometimes he, he this happens and like it, there was no like compassion to it. There was no there was nothing about like it was like that guy's got BPD. Like why are you listening to him? Like it was just so so um ah uh, it was just very negative uh, the the way that it that it was used but also it doesn't explain what bpd is right it just mm-hmm. it just kind of by that connotation alone like if you don't know what it is it's like oh that must be really bad um i want to tell you yeah that's very different from saying something like he's treating you unhealthily like don't listen to him it's like like, just throwing out there a diagnosis. This guy, <laughs> he's got BPD. You don't, you don't want to, you don't want to. You can't listen to those people. You can't listen to those people. Yeah, yeah, Ooh. pretty much. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, and like this version of Batman has done things that most versions of Batman wouldn't do or haven't ha- done. Haven't <laughs> done yet, <laughs> right? Um, uh, and uh, I'll, I'll leave it at that. Uh, I don't, I don't love this version of Batman, but it's, it's. It's okay. It's a different version of Batman. But it's also BPD, not the Batman show. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, but it's definitely, it's definitely not Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Let me tell you about how Crazy Ex-Girlfriend uh, <laughs> brought up a BPD diagnosis, okay? When they did it in their season three, <laughs> okay, um, Rachel goes to her, to her uh, therapist in a, in a in a in a not great way, uh, uh, right? But but <laughs> but she goes and she she asks her therapist, uh, like about this diagnosis. She doesn't she doesn't understand it. She doesn't like it, and the show proceeds to let the therapist go one by one through the checklist of all of the symptoms, right? And, and then, then it flashes back to her stuff, right? She's <laughs> going through them. She's identifying with each point, showing moments throughout the show that demonstrate that behavior and then at the end right there's this, there's this, there's that moment of of realization it's like oh like i meet all nine criteria for that right yeah dr copian uh correctly specifies that for diagnosis you have to meet five of nine mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and rebecca goes oh shit i got all i got nine of nine i am winning at this one yeah <laughs> the yeah, champion yeah. of this one. Oh no <laughs> yay but like the fact that a show took the time to walk through actual you know diagnostic criteria and not just say a word say a thing um i have i have i, I mean we could, we could, and we probably should start a whole show on uh, on Crazy Ex Girlfriend and some of the stuff that <laughs> that uh, goes on there. Um, but that that is right. These are polar opposite examples of something, right? And I mean, the Batman example, uh, the Titans example, bothers me so much because it's Batman too. It's not just like some obscure character that like people don't know. It's like Bruce Wayne is an archetype, right? Like like people, even if you've never seen a Batman movie or. Or don't you like know the characters who on. Bruce Wayne is. You have a general idea, and and that idea is also because there's so many stories. 
right? Like to some people, Batman is a certain, like when I just talk about Batman, I am, uh, um, I say a lot of good things about the character. Other people uh, say a lot of bad things about the character. We've talked about, he's definitely violent right but like if you go into like the, we we could we could argue we could have like a super fight just on batman right and, and the different versions of him right i've seen that on several comic con panels yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um right and it's it, and it, it and i'm not even talking about diagnosis i'm just talking about like the the character and what he does and what he stands for and things like that so to to just do that and just Make that connection, right? Like if somebody if somebody has no information about BPD, now they're like, oh, that's what BPD is? Like Batman? There's there's that's not helpful um in in for something like that. Now another reason why uh, like uh it, it personally affected me is because I've been working with my own therapist and we're kind of settling on BPD. Makes a lot of sense based on uh, a, a lot of things that uh, that I've been working through. And the Rachel episode, right? That that episode of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend was super validating. That episode of Titans was infuriating <laughs> because uh, uh, BPD is is uh, is something that like isn't as well known as like you know we've had this conversation about depression and anxiety and just the many different ways that that looks. And and to to the point also that you um that you just brought up uh, uh, link about how you need to meet five of the nine diagnostic criteria, I forgot how how many combinations that is, but you can have out of nine different things you only need five to meet the criteria, but you, you can meet, meet like up to nine. <laughs> but you can meet up to nine. That means that it can represent you know it can present in like. So I, many different ways, like fifty Whatever. different combinations, right? Mm-hmm. Of of all of the symptoms and still meet the criteria. So it shows it looks very different. There isn't. It's very hard to say. Oh, that's that's BPD, right? It's like it, it's a it's a complex um, because of those nine steps uh, or those nine different criteria. It can rep- it can present very very differently in different people, and oh, it's just. The show it, it, with crazy in the title was the one with, that was validating. <laughs> I mean, they, they they've done a lot of things. I mean, that was just that was just such a good thing, and and Titans doing it is just. And, and I was like, Jason Todd is seeing a therapist, and it, I, I was like, this is going great. This is good. I think I'm going to talk about this on the show. You know, whenever there's there's mental health representation, I think it seems good to me. And then, like, she not only, like, completely just violates Bruce Wayne's privacy and is just, like, sharing his diagnosis, right? Um, she, she's, it's, oh, it's just, like, it turned the whole, this whole positive thing into and just flipped it. And that happens a lot. I know. But these are, these are, like, two just incredible examples of, um, of, uh, a good way to do it and a bad way to do it and to think that you know we're we're still doing that <sighs> thoughts <laughs> i really love crazy ex-girlfriend i just uh last week finished a complete rewatch of the four seasons and um highly highly recommended it. it is such a great show it is very funny it has great music some real earworms Mm -hmm. some very deep and meaningful 
songs. Um, but definitely, I think that the way that they treat uh, Rebecca and her relationship with Dr. Okopian, her therapist, and then later with Dr. Dr. Damn, uh, Dr. Shen is her psychiatrist. Um, mm-hmm. And then her group therapy with other other people with BPD. Um, I think the way that they treat that stuff is both perfect within the story arc that they are telling about this character and her journey, but also it is so kind towards like this is this yes this is comedy this is a uh, fantasy this is fiction this is make believe storytelling but real people exist in the world in our real lives with these kinds of problems and they aren't the joke that's not the joke and i i think that the show is just so wonderful for handling it that way and even when she is the joke cuz the show is I mean, she's the main character. She does a lot of ridiculous things. But it always comes back to you care for her and care and like not in a pity way. Like, it's very wonderful. I love this show. So good. Um, I'm glad you all made me want to watch it. <laughs> um, I don't know. I I haven't watched Titans, um, but I don't like what you've described us like. <laughs> you don't like it? You don't like it? No? No? Doesn't sound no. good? Doesn't 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 I, sound I good. I think at I all. texted you the moment that I watched that episode. Didn't I? I Maybe. Like, I was like, Titans just just gave Bruce Wayne a BPD diagnosis. That's what right. And I was like, I'm not watching it. This is dumb. <laughs> in the in the DSM five revised, the B no longer stands for borderline, it stands for Batman. <laughs> I would want to be diagnosed with Batman personality disorder. No. Oh, yes. <laughs> I want that. Yeah. I, I think it's, that it's, was... it's just it's a, it's it's such an obvious like a lack of caring. Just the idea mm-hmm. of being like, oh, BPD. Like people have sort of heard of that, probably, or if they haven't, like it sounds scary. So we're just gonna use it, and it's scene setting instead of being like meaningful and just throwing it at somebody else who isn't in this. It's very weird. That's a, a weird setup. <laughs> there's no, there's also no reason to use an actual diagnosis no, no his behavior like alone it's not ethical <laughs> it's not something a therapist or psychiatrist should do like out but, out of out of no, your but, but wheelhouse just, in the just, moment like it's just so lazy in general and also i don't understand the need i think this really bothered me in star trek discovery there was an episode where i think i may be remembering this wrong but i think there was something about trauma and I believe they used PTSD and I was like 400 years into the future, like the DSM, like we haven't gone beyond that. Like there's nothing, we don't, we don't have a better, there's nothing else that you couldn't, there's no new diagnoses, like three, 400 years into the future. You know, like you couldn't explore something. If you're going to just going to do shell shock, right? (laughs) Like, like we, they make a medical diagnosis from alien planets and stuff like that. Right. But when it comes to mental health, it feels lazy. It's almost, mm-hmm. it's almost like you, there's no reason why you can't be creative about it. Like you could just make something up um, and you, and, and you don't, 
And then you use these terms that, that people that affect people's lives on a daily basis and, and contribute to a, to a type of stigma that again, it could go, it, it could be good or bad, but it's just, you know, it's just lazy, right? It's like, mm-hmm. did you, I don't know why this example came to my head and I don't know if this is actually true, <laughs> but um, it's like a, a Borat and Kazakhstan, like Kazakhstan is a real country, right? With that is nothing people. like the one that he represents there. Right. And, and I don't, how many people know that, that like, or like that their only version of that is, is, is what, what Borat showed or, or what he's um, saying. And, and, that, that happens, right? Like how many people, this is the first time they've ever heard um, borderline personality disorder or had it connected with a character that they know well and now they have this, this assumption that, oh, the character. And then you have, you know, just as lazy think pieces of people who, have, who, who know nothing about mental health with headlines like Titans confirms that Bruce Wayne has uh, borderline personality disorder or other articles that are just like, oh, you know, uh, uh, we have a diagnosis for Bruce Wayne and then they're going through like the Wikipedia article, you know, like experts going through, you know, trying to explain why it is. I'm like, Oh, this is, this is it. This is part of the problem. This is, this is what you're creating when you do that with a character like Bruce Wayne, they could have done it with any other character on the show. And it wouldn't have been, I mean, there's a lot of actually, there are characters there that, that are, that are um, very well known and would have caused a similar uh, situation. But it didn't. Uh, there was there was no reason to do it, and I'm sure. Um, there's a, a criticism that I've seen of Titans often is that uh, they do things in an episode and then they never ref- reference it ever again. And I wouldn't be surprised if this never comes up ever again. I wouldn't be surprised if this if the therapist never shows up ever again. It's just like they, they, they pretend like she never existed. <laughs> is that a good outcome? No, I think I think. Um, no, no. They could make it worse if they keep revisiting That's it. That's what I'm worried but, about. Yeah, is yeah. like is mm-hmm. it is it better to be careless in a one-off situation or to be consistently careless? <laughs> I mean I mean look, I don't I don't expect Titans to do what Dr. Copian did on Crazy Girlfriend. I don't expect them to ever sit Bruce down and then actually do a responsible like take on that, right? Um like what the the things that he just did are not great like i'm trying to i'm trying to think of an example of um i can i guess i'm still sort of hung up on like white what what was what i have i haven't seen this obviously i haven't mm-hmm. seen any yeah, of titans yeah, yeah. i don't know i don't know the context i don't know the relationship between this robin and this batman mm-hmm but what wait is it was there like plot value to this being no no said was nothing. this was this something that gave robin like a a character growth moment like what what was the value of including it like not you know from the representation side like that's a whole different barrel of fish but uh like from a, a narrative <laughs> standpoint like what what is the point like what a what go- value does that bring a good point uh uh that I think this brings up is it also assumes that Jason knows what BPD is. Right? <laughs> she slapped him in the face with BPD the same as she did the audience, right? There's no, there was no discussion about it. There was nothing. It's just like, what's the odds that a teenager's 
going to know what, what, it, what this it is. is. This is a perfect reflection point back to Crazy Ex-Girlfriend is when Dr. Shin suggests to uh, Rebecca and he's like, I don't really want to talk about it yet. And she's like, no, I need you to tell me about it right now. He goes, okay, don't look it up until we've don't. had time to talk about it more. Yeah. I need like it's borderline personality disorder. But I think we should talk about it more and have our group before you <laughs> Google anything. And the first thing she does is she Googles mm-hmm. it and freaks herself out. And, and so reads it's like, all the what, books. A, what a perfect, like, is like just a throw out, like, BPD and never say anything else about it versus, like, straight up, like, here it is. But don't just Google it because that is not going to be a useful piece of information yeah. for you. Mm-hmm. Maybe if she read all the books, but if, she, if you only, like, Googled it and it's like the first two YouTube videos that come up and, and you know, and, 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 yeah, yeah. No, I was thinking about the books, but that comes later when she literally does all of the workbooks and then doesn't actually do any of the work. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I'm really good at workbooks. I'm the best at workbooks. I haven't. Um, I uh, years ago, I I started watching the show, but I couldn't. I don't know why. Maybe hmm. maybe it hit too close to home before I even knew. Uh, for I found it relatable, um, but uh, I haven't seen that episode. Uh, that episode feels like an attack. <laughs> <laughs> Are you really good at workbooks too, Josue? I, I have. I'm good at buying them. <laughs> no, no, no. She actually does all of the workbooks, but doesn't. I, I mean, internalize I've, I've the work. I've gone through them. <laughs> I mean, you know, did she did she do it? Did she, is she practicing them? I thought you said she didn't. She's like, she, she did she all the there. exercises. She gets there eventually, but yeah, no, but she it, used it, them. She, right? like, she. Um, she clips on to the idea of doing these workbooks is the work and so if she does it then she'll be good problem solved oh, doesn't and she's have to already actually do the thing being it, you know it, with it, her it. background of being a lawyer and already being an overachiever who gloms onto that idea of like if i do this really well if i get the straight a test score then mommy and daddy will love me in this case uh her doctors will love me. And so she throws herself into doing the workbooks from that perspective instead of from the perspective of like really sitting with these and actually doing the internal work, which is what they are asking of you. Um, but then, yeah. you know, that be- that gets pointed out to her is like, no, this isn't a you don't finish the workbook and then you're you're finished with the work. Yeah. Yeah. I have to I, I, I have to revisit the show because i feel i i've always felt about crazy ex-girlfriend similar to how i feel i don't know it it pained me to see her doing the things that she was doing regardless of the payoff and Mm -hmm. um and i don't know it's kind of similar to to um like uh big bang theory like i can't watch that show because i feel like they're laughing they're laughing at in, in some cases me, right? It's like it's like oh, like they're laughing at, at the nerds, not with them, right? Like it's at their expense. Mm-hmm. And I've always felt about um, Crazy Ex Girlfriend. I, I watched a show recently called Enlightened, which was um, uh, like this. This character goes off and um, it's an I think it's a, it's on HBO. Character goes off into like some retreat and comes back, you know, enlightened, <laughs> super woke. And it's just like it's just painful to watch, uh, right? And we're supposed to enjoy the, this person stumbling, right? Um, and then maybe eventually, right? We see them uh, well, get well, or, or or overcome some of that stuff and grow. But it's it's painful to watch. It's painful to watch uh, some of that stuff. Um, 
but a lot of people find, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of good things said about, about crazy ex-girlfriend and at the very least that stuff about the diagnosis I think is, is, uh, fantastic. They do some good stuff about medication too. Like what? I mean, there's a whole song about like everybody takes meds. It's fine to take meds. It's not. It's not a problem. You're not a bad person for taking meds. It's that. wonderful. Yeah, that she is she is struggling, and Doctor Shin suggests medication, and she says, "No, I don't want to do medication. I've had bad ex- experiences in the past. Well, I don't want to do her it." Mom drugged her. <laughs> well, she she had had you know with her previous diagnosis diagnoses she had had previous medication and she says you know they made me feel like a zombie they made me feel really numb and and then most recently was drugged without her knowledge by her mother so there's a whole extra betrayal on top of the you know the medication feelings um and so she's really fighting against it and then she's talking with dr copian trying to get her like no i don't want it like i don't want to do medication and dr copian's like look it's it's not a big deal. And she's like, I kind of feel like I'm taking the easy way out where it's like, it's a shortcut. And I think that like that really resonates with a lot of people, I think. And Mm -hmm. so then that leads into this beautiful song where the whole thing is, is like antidepressants are not a big deal. Like, like everybody is special and unique. Your mailman takes them. We're we're all told how special and unique we are, but when it comes to like being like being sad, you're you're a basic bitch, basically, which Mm -hmm. makes me laugh so hard. I love that. And then it's like all of these people in the neighborhood, and they're doing a tap dance, and then the song ends, and everybody disperses, and she's like, oh, like literally taking antidepressants is the only thing I have in common with these people. It's just very normalizing and in a fun way and in a way that feels like meaningful for Rebecca as a character. But also like if you are somebody who has had feelings about like, I don't want to take medication or I'm struggling with the medication I'm on and I'm scared to change because what if it's worse and or any of the many, many feelings that come with, you know, mental health care in general it's uh it's nice to have somebody explicitly be like it's not a big deal like you don't this is not a thing that you need to worry about yeah Mm -hmm. that is reminds me of that episode of uh one day at a time i think we talked about this a few years ago like um or penelope the the main character she's she's a war vet she's got some ptsd some anxiety some depression i don't know if they specifically name what diagnoses for those. Um, But she decides to go cold turkey from going to her group therapy and her medication and falls into this, like, I can't get out of bed. Um, She didn't want to take her meds because she didn't want her new boyfriend to look at her strangely for it. Um, And then towards the end of the episode, she comes to the realization she needs to take the meds and she needs to go back to her group therapy but she's talking to Schneider, the the building owner, uh, who's like their bestie in the family. Um, and she's like, I don't I feel dumb for having to take these or something along those lines. And he's like, well, would you look at me like I'm dumb because I have to wear glasses? Like. It's just that. Yeah, maybe you need them, but I also need my glasses. <laughs> um, just making it a normal experience yeah yeah one day at a time handled 
a lot of things really, really well. That's mm-hmm. a that's a great example. <clears throat> and yeah, I think more examples like that would have would have helped me the first time I was seeing a therapist and they suggested medication. They did that. Mm-hmm. They're like, I don't know. I think the way the only way to deal with your current circumstances, um, I think it would be really helpful if you took medication. And instead I quit my job and moved to another state and changed careers and went back to school. I thought that would be that would solve things. That would be easier. Oh, then I'll just change my circumstances um, and not Might take medication. Help? Yeah, maybe but it, it, it was it, maybe. I mean, a you know, gamble. What I, Have fun. What I hear you saying is, <laughs> I can do one or the other. So I'll I'll I'm not going to take medication. And and yeah, I mean that type of normalization, right? And uh, um, from from media, super super helpful. I don't, I don't remember shows like that. And I don't remember my family didn't talk favorably about things like that. And that's like, um, I think a lot of people still see it that way. It's like, I I think, I think media has been pretty good. And so has, um, uh, um, just like celebrities and stuff talking about like, Oh no, I see a therapist and like, I'm, I'm, you know, like there's that conversation, but I, I, I'm not so sure that people are so open about medication. Am, Am I, Am I wrong here? I think we're we're getting better. I think, you know, even in just the past decade, I, I have seen a change um, in the way yeah. that the general public talks about these topics. Um, yeah, maybe I'm still programmed. Like, I um, mean, that's still in me. That like, oh, no, well, I mean... You can go to a therapist and then, but, oh, but if you're taking a medication, then that, that, uh, then you have a problem. Yeah. Right? That's really I mean, bad. like... There's a lot of stigmatization and it's like some parts of it get unpacked and other parts don't. That's that definitely mm-hmm. happens. Um, you know, there's yeah. there's the aspect where it's like therapy is becoming more acceptable. But for certain people, other people is like still looked down on if you try and go to therapy yeah. and all sorts of things. It's like like I said, it's like we're getting better, but it's still still a lot of. uh <sighs> I want more. We can we can keep we can keep getting better. Yeah, yeah, and of course, like I've 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 come a long way. Before we were recording, I was talking about you know like I forgot to take my medication today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Damn. Um. Uh. And actually, the the first time I ever read the that exact um comparison between the having glasses and and taking medication, that was the first time that it kind of clicked for me, and I was like, oh yeah, no, that was, that's a yeah, glasses. I use that one all the time. I feel like glasses yeah. are a big go-to in ref- ref- reframing how Reframing. people think about certain topics. I use <laughs> I use that my go-to when talking about you know disability and how a lot of the issues are social. And to explain that, it's like I have a disability. My eyes are terrible. I am <laughs> legally and ethically blind when I'm not wearing them. <laughs> But people treat it as normal because it's it's been normalized. It is a thing that socially we don't consider disabled the same way we consider other disabilities. And so that is such an easy thing to point out to people to have them reframe their thinking about disability is another way of yeah. reframing thinking about medication. It's like it is a thing that you need to do your to do your thing. So yeah. you don't need to feel yeah. bad about it. It's a it's a tool and we've got it. We got tools. Yeah. You should use the tools we have available. Yep. Yeah. And, and like in the song, like er, 
to a lot of people lot taking of people. medication. Yeah, yeah. A lot for all of sorts people. of stuff. And, you know, a yeah. lot of people, uh, you know, it's it's something we treat sometimes where it's like, oh, if you go on a medication, that's it. That you're on that medication for the rest of your life. And sometimes that is true. And sometimes it's six months. And then whatever was going on is sort of resolved and you don't need the medication anymore. Um, and because we don't get lots and lots of stories, it's very easy to believe just one or the other. And then when you experience something different, it's scary. Yeah. And some people worry about like having to go on a medication for the rest of their lives. Um, and I think about I'm going to wear glasses for the rest of my life. I'm going to need insulin yeah. for the rest of my life. And doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing. It means I can function as a human being. Yeah. 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 Although some 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 psychotropic medication, it's some like medication, the intention is to yeah to is like as like a stepping stone, right? Like to help you um, for some people, um, yes, yeah, and, right. And some people it, it depends on the disorders, right? It depends on the on the health condition or disorder, not yeah. just in 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 psychiatry, right? It, it, there's a lot of stuff that um, right. It's, it's more there, complicated. And there are other diabetics who are type two diabetics who right. only take insulin some of the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, that, and, can, I mean, and can eventually not have like they, they, mm-hmm. like they can make all sorts of changes. Right? That can help them to get to a point where some people stop having to take it. Right? They and just they, yeah. manage it by diet and exercise. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. The, these things are complex. The other day, I read a book about they mentioned something called like a residency disorder, something like that, which was that um, like new medical students come in and it may have just been psychiatry, but uh, I'm not sure. Maybe it was medical students in general that um, start doing rotations and stuff and start learning all these diagnoses. And, and then they start, they start believing that they have a whole bunch of diagnoses because all of a sudden they're exposed to all of these um, ideas that they, that they didn't oh, know we do before. That. We do that in like therapist school too. That's, uh, that's every <laughs> yeah. like psych 101 class I've ever taken is the teacher starting off the class with, you're going to learn some things that are going to explain a lot about your family members, <sighs> your own experiences. I'm going to ask you try not to do that too much. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, because it doesn't necessarily explain it, right? But like, it'll remind you of it, right? In in mm-hmm. uh, briefly. And no, it, this was definitely a, a, uh, at a hospital, just like um, yeah. doctor rotations. It was like all sorts of stuff. It's like, oh, I've had this thing for the longest time, and then you know, it sounds like they're all extras on house all of a sudden, right? They've all, <laughs> they've got, all got this rare disorder. They've but... all got them. Mm-hmm. They got two or three at once, um, and and uh, it can be a problem. So I. I think about this in the context, and we've, we've talked about this off the show. We've never talked about it on the show, but how it, it uh, like ADHD TikTok, for example, and stuff like that, like how infuriating it is um, that we, we can talk about how responsible the, um, like the, the episode of, of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend was and how they've treated some of these things with, with care. But then, like, you just go online and on Facebook and on YouTube and uh, on TikTok and people are – it's so hard. It's it's just hard to trust, right? It's like I'm not saying that, that everybody is wrong, but it's really hard to, to trust because it is complicated. Like when we're talking about the medication, it's like, mm-hmm. yes, but – and there's all these exceptions. And, like, even talking about BPD, like – there, there are degrees to these things. There's all these combinations, and it's complicated. And um, it, it, last year, I started 
arguing with my psychiatrist. I was like, yeah, like my ADHD medication is working for some things, but like there's, there's maybe there's something, I think there's some more stuff like maybe we should explore. And I'm, I'm not going to go into how, uh, how big of an idiot I think my, uh, my psychiatrist is, but, uh, I read, uh, multiple books that talk about how, uh, ADHD is like step one, right. For lots of diagnoses and how it takes like 10 years for lots of people to finally get another diagnosis that it, that would have been more appropriate from the beginning, but, but it didn't get there. Because because all this stuff is, it's difficult and it's complex and it has lots of different um, steps. And so, I'm I'm watching. You know, like I, I I spend some time on TikTok every every now and then. You know, I'm on there a little bit. I dabble and um, and and uh, it is so it is so infuriating to see to see um, people talking about uh, diagnoses in in a variety of different ways, right? But in ways that, that seem influential, I think, because nobody is saying, because it's so hard to, even when we're talking about it, right? It's so hard to say, my experience of this is this, right? We don't, we don't, we don't talk that way. We talk about how, oh, this is ADHD. Mm-hmm. And we've had conversations where, you know, somebody's like, oh, because they're ADHD. And I'm like, is that ADHD though? Like that could be, a number of other, that could be a, sig- a sign of other things, and right, and it's showing up. Maybe it's your that's your ADHD. Maybe it's not. There are a few creators that I've seen that are very clear about this is, um, this is you should talk to your doctor. You should talk to a therapist. These are these are my experiences of things and what research shows some people's experiences are. Um, but that's only that's a small fraction of the creators. I had a coworker share a meme today that's like, "Is anyone else tired of hearing?" I saw this on TikTok, <laughs> and I have X, and the meme was like, "I have this. I I I experienced in my childhood this normal thing, so I must have this diagnosis." Um, we, there's a TikToker that um, you you've shared a whole bunch of her videos with me, uh, Lara. You know, every now and then when I go on TikTok, you know, it's not, it's not that much. Um, the one the one who had ADHD and just got a BPD diagnosis. Oh yeah, um, ADHD adult. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and but also she's she's studying to be a therapist too, right? And has so, an has a neuroscience degree exactly. and and another like brain degree. Yeah. yeah, like she's super responsible about the way she she talks about things. I think from the, the video Definitely. that I've seen. Yeah, yeah, like. And I when would people call her. her out for not for saying something, mm-hmm. she'll be like, "Oh, oh." You know what? I should have said this. You know what? You're totally right. And and does a follow up video. Yeah. Yeah. T- yeah. TikTok is not uh, a great platform for that kind of nuance. Um, it can be though. It, it can it, be. It, it, it can is, be. It is possible. But I would submit to you there are several creators that I follow who will have one video where they are very specifically saying, "I am discussing my experiences." here I go. And then, you know, your for you page shows you part six of 14 and it's mid, you know, paragraph and comes out as, you know, BPD is this and blah, blah, blah. And this, this, and it's like, well, that's not true for everybody. It's like, oh, well, you have to go to my page and you have to scroll down to where the first video is, where I preface this with the context and the nuance that can't consistently be carried. It's, it's, yeah. 
the but medium is the message. Put- TikTok has a lot of strengths. <laughs> I don't know that talking about uh, mental health diagnoses, uh, other than as you know, looking at it as like you, if the you viewer, didn't say have part to come seven in. of twenty three. It's your fault. You should know yeah, better. You have to have the you know the block text that says <laughs> yeah, you know, two exactly. two of fourteen or what? Yeah. Yep. It's, well, but people yeah. will put the text in the background that's like, "This is just my experience." Mm-hmm. Go t- if you have any questions about this, go talk to your therapist or a doctor. <laughs> but ninety percent of it is memes of uh, mm-hmm. of like you know this is this is oh wh- what, what was the one like. Katie just got attacked for using a big spoon because apparently there's a thing going around on TikTok saying like you can only if you have ADHD you use tiny utensils. And she's, they're like, you don't have ADHD. You've got, you used a big spoon. And she's had to sit down and do this video about how she has a, a muscular disorder and has to eat with big spoons. Like, and also so silly small spoons. That is not a sign of ADHD. <laughs> I, I, that is so funny because the, the small spoon thing came across my page, but it came from autism TikTok. Mm-hmm. Which, granted, has a ton of overlap with ADHD TikTok. Right. Uh, That's neurodivergent TikTok. Not, yeah, there's there's a lot Don't of... Don't get me started. There's a lot of overlap here, as we are talking. It is complicated. There, it's, there, mm-hmm. we, we like mm-hmm. diagnoses Clusters? because they give us a category, an idea, uh, some sort of boundaries that makes it useful, but they're made up like <laughs> mm-hmm. well, it makes it, and they're not feel always like you're useful. not alone yeah right? yes that is i would say maybe the biggest benefit of it um, well, well see okay so so i've thought a lot about this because i and, and even my therapist was like why do you want a diagnosis i was like because i want to get better and i want to know where to get resources and where to find case studies and where to find lived experience and all this kind of stuff like i want to make sure that i'm looking in the right direction my concern about this is like oh i saw a tiktok and what they said, that's so me, I definitely have ADHD. It's like, no, that one symptom is a symptom of a m- 39 different diagnoses off the top of my head, right? Like that is not mean that is that. And then you start identifying with one thing and you're just like barking up the wrong tree. And then you start identifying with a group. A lot of people don't, never go get a diagnosis. And I'm not even, let's not even, we don't have the time to go into how bad we are at just diagnosing people, right? Um, that's a whole other issue. But then like you start mm-hmm. identifying with these things and then you don't, there's there's one part of it is, and I, and, I've, and I did that for a long time where I was like, oh, you know, I love all these people who are talking about like ADHD is a, a superpower and it's like such a great thing. And like, it's so, you know, I, I was feeling bad about it, but now I feel really good. And that completely ignores the struggles of having that mm-hmm. and how hard it is and how much you can actually, uh, how difficult your life can be. be and will be if it's not, if it's not, um, if you're, if it's not managed and, and all those things can, it's complex. There's nuance to it. And, and uh, just going online and just like going through, if the algorithm has you at a point where like everything you're seeing is, is ADHD uh, stuff where you're like, Oh, I feel, I, I don't feel alone, but it's like, but you're, you're in the wrong group. Like this isn't necessarily um, helpful in the mental, in the, in, in, in the grand scheme of things. It's my opinion. Um, I think it's, and maybe, it's yeah, just maybe so three minutes isn't enough. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. 
but it, but it's like we it, it's so easy to do that right like this is this is a, a completely different type of um of media but it's a it's a it's a the issues are, are kind of the issues are similar right it's not it's not like oh batman got this diagnosis and like this is it like but but there's so much information in that one like 15 second clip and and I feel TikTok is the same way. It's like, oh, you know, like I can't find my keys. That's what, that's definitely this. It's like, it could be so many different things. <laughs> it can be so many things. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, uh, it's hard out there. <laughs> you have a thought, Link. What, what, what's your thought? I, just, I was like, we should start making TikToks that just pick a random events and be all like this is adhd and my brain filled in random event with uh those videos of people turning on their airpods and you can hear music coming out of one and then they take their phone and they walk over to their pet and you can hear mm, the other one yeah. is inside of them <laughs> this is adhd yeah. I, I, <laughs> if your dog but, eats yeah. your airpod but that's ADHD. exactly what to, to me right Someone who's who's you know mental health professional like, I lost, studied I lost this. My iPod. Somebody who's my somebody as a mental health professional, somebody who studied, it, somebody who's been diagnosed, somebody who takes medication, someone who's read a ridiculous amount of uh, research and books and 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 so much on this stuff. To me, that's what ADHD TikTok is like. It's like you're just taking random stuff. Like oh, everything's ADHD now. That's not. That's not. And it feels also it feels out of control. I think I think that's kind of the feeling, and then what bothers me, like the episode of Titans, it's like okay, that that can that can I can see the ripple effects of that, right? And then when I go on TikTok and I just see so many of them, I'm like, this is this is I don't I wouldn't even know if someone if someone tasked me with solving this issue, I I don't think I could do it. I don't think it's possible. I think it's out of control. Yeah. Once Chaos. It's on the internet, you can't rein it in. Human experience right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's a compounding problem if people if everybody just starts agreeing with it. But you know what we could do to opinion. fix it, Huswai? It can't be done, but I I'm TikTok could go down. <laughs> that won't fix it because every TikTok is posted as a reel on Instagram and as a as a short on YouTube. Well, we already know Facebook's so we can get Facebook to go down. Yeah, they're they're everywhere. You just you you put it on there and then I'm sure they're they're Something snap stories too and mm-hmm. what else? I Where I else I, sus- I suspect this is a this is a human communication issue, a human <laughs> cognition issue more so than yeah. it is any specific Internet. medium. Uh, I I think it varies depending on which platform you're on. Uh, you're gonna get different types of issues there, but ultimately, the pro the problem the problems it's us. It's it's humans wanting both the broad experience of everything is included, but also we need really concrete boxes that we can put everything into so we can understand it. I think it's also a healthcare system issue oh, because for sure. because because most of those people will 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 not get adequate yeah. um, support ever, and the closest thing that they'll get to any sort of relief or or even that sense of community is is online is online. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's yeah. why <sighs> if we're gonna fix it. It's not it's not there um, that we start 
Yeah. Media matters. Media matters. <laughs> Rest in peace, Ali Matu. He's not dead. Yet. <laughs> Don't tell people to he's me, dead. He's dead. <laughs> you have to stop telling people he's dead. <laughs> I didn't tell you he was dead. <clears throat> you said R.I.P. Oh, man. That's what we do when people die. Gosh. Not not in 2021. What are you talking about? People, people say say rip all the I time. Know. I know. How old are you? You know, it's really <laughs> bad if someone says, may his memory be a blessing. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I won't say that. No. I think that's it for this episode of GT Radio. Any closing thoughts? Uh, no. Yes. Nothing from Link. Yes, yes. from Link. Uh, what do you got? I would like to recommend a YouTube channel um, called Curio. Mm-hmm. C-U-R-I-O. Mm-hmm. It is um, hosted by Sophia Eric, a queer creator who's been creating all sorts of videos past few years. Um, I really like their work, but they have an episode where they talk about their um, their own BPD diagnosis and their experiences and crazy ex-girlfriend. Um, it's a good video, lots of good videos. Um, yeah, I just wanted to recommend that. And watch... Crazy and watch Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, but, but don't watch Titans. Cra- I mean, I mean, <laughs> or take or Titans do. with a grain of salt. Titans is okay. I'm mean, just saying, season three, episode five, episode Lazarus. I mean, you've been warned on a you know thing. Take, let us know your thoughts when you when you see that. And, and if you want to watch the Crazy Ex-Girlfriend uh, songs, they are all available on YouTube. You don't have to commit to the whole show. Uh, Diagnosis oh. is the name of the Diagnosis song. Um, and then Antidepressants are so, so not a big deal. And the scene with um, with the nine criteria, just look up uh, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend Diagnosis mm-hmm. BPD and it'll, it'll come right up. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. So let us, let us know what you think on any of our uh, community spaces. Uh, you can you can tell us how you feel about it uh, uh, about, about about this conversation or any conversation on any GT Network show over at the GT Forum. Uh, links to all of our stuff is in the show notes. For more geek therapy, visit geektherapy.org. Thank you so much for listening. Remember to geek out and do good. We'll be back next week. Mm, bye. Geek Therapy is a 501c3 nonprofit organization dedicated to making the world a better place through geek culture. To learn more about our mission and become a supporter, visit geektherapy.org.